This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. Happy Halloween. We are your hosts, per use. You can call me Truck. You can call him Coles. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker. You can find him on Twitter at Coles underscore Sports. Support the show while you're at it. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Roadshow. Check out the Substack, thefantasyroadshow.substack.com. As always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.ruleoneproteins.com. Enter in Roadies40, promo code Roadies40 at checkout to get 40% off. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Coles, how you doing, man? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, man. You look yeah, great. How's it going? Oh, yeah, thanks. You know, I'm I'm over here at a, at a in a parking lot on my way to Dayton, Ohio. And uh, I got my full mask on. People are walking by looking like I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's outstanding. I can't really get my hat to fit. Yeah, it doesn't work with the headphones. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to take the mask off. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, it wasn't a very spooky trade deadline. Um, I no, no, it wasn't. Nope. Um, um, yeah, I was hoping for more moves. I was hoping for uh, some bigger offensive pieces to get moved. Uh, turns out it was mostly defense, right? Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, what? Okay. Uh, did you eat any candy today? <laughs> I had a lot of Reese's everywhere I went that had a bowl of candy. I always grabbed the Reese's and uh, that's, that's what I got. So not I've much. Had, I've had zero candy. Um, I, I didn't know where I went, had candy. So it's all good. <laughs> well, you should get you some candy calls. Nah. Tis the season. Nah, Tis the season. It. It's, no. it's that, that dream is dead. I'm at my apartment <laughs> just chilling. There's okay. no going. There's no going out just for candy. Yeah. Um, All so right. We're well, on the road. I see. What? Where are we at? Yeah. So I am on my way to Dayton, Ohio, back to going to the OH uh, IO for the week, for the rest of the week, for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll be uh, staying at a hotel out there, doing some local routes, uh, and then back home over the weekend. Love it. Um, what question? What do we usually put in the comments? Like, um, we usually put, uh, thank you all for joining. We appreciate it. And, uh, all, all questions and comments, uh, are encouraged and will be addressed at the end of the episode. Questions and comments are encouraged. And will be addressed at the end of the episode. Address them at the end of the episode. And then we usually put a little plug in for Rule One Proteins because they're yeah, the best company rule. on the market. Yeah. Um, all right, Rule One. Or, <laughs> boom. Um, love it. Thank you all for joining. Got it. Um, yeah, Rule One. Maybe I should taste review a protein right now. Ooh. We haven't. We need to up our our uh, push in. Push and roll our, pro, our promo game. Our, our promo game. Um, so I'll do it. I'll do that later. I'll do that here. A uh, little teaser for later in the episode. I will do a taste review. 
we're gonna get you all set up with them tonight um so we'll reach out to tony get that all get that all moving and then we need to just like hammer out taste reviews and stuff like that oh i'll be i'll be slamming some protein shakes yeah on the road baby <laughs> oh they yeah got, uh, some protein bars protein bars yeah they got some good protein bars maybe here after the episode when i do a taste review we'll go on the website and just kind of scroll through and show people different products stuff like that yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. Um, All right. Speaking of, uh, well, what, did you want to jump into anything or no? Nope. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of that, um, it's kind of a light episode today. We're going over week nine waivers. Uh, and um, do you want to get right into it? You want to hit that drop? Yep. Pick them up! <laughs> <laughs> Boom shakalaka! Okay. He's having fun. He's yeah. having fun with the uh, the the drops. I love it. Um, fired so, up. Hell yeah! So um, so yeah, week nine waivers. Um, it's a bit on the drier side as of recently. I know we had a couple good weeks of uh, waiver wire pickups, but. Um, you know, we want to try to structure this episode a little differently. I, we feel like we haven't been putting out the best uh, waiver type episodes for everybody out there. So um, we're kind of going to be talking in in depth on the players that are available in the majority of leagues. So um, anywhere from the 50 to 30 percent rostered, we're just going to mention right now in the beginning of the episode that, hey, you know, they, these guys are available in some leagues and you should definitely check. But we're not really going to be talking in depth about them. And uh, those players are Jahan Dotson, Josh Downs, Chuba Hubbard, Amari D. Mercado, or Marty D. Mercado, Jake D. Ferguson, and Kyler Murray. These are all guys that are uh, very highly rostered, but uh, aren't rostered in enough leagues, in our opinion. So definitely go out there. These guys should not be on your waiver wire. They should be uh, immediate pickups. But, um, yeah, I don't, well, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I just uh, – yeah, I mean – I what was the percent owner ownership on those still above so less than yeah 50. so uh less than fifty but above thirty so in that okay. fifty to thirty percent range of rostered um you know on waivers uh, you don't want to talk about anybody over fifty percent yeah uh, those guys are hardly ever available but right in that fifty to thirty that pocket right there it's you yeah. know the majority of uh of experienced and competitive leagues they're not available. So like the leagues that yep. Coles and I are in. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to add on that. So we were, we've been doing our hitchhiker and just like, haven't felt like we found a good groove. And I think some of that was like, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of variation in these leagues and what waiver wire looks like, whether it's eight to 12 teams, 14 teams, like every league is different. Um, so we were trying to figure out like what is the most realistic list of players that is available to, you know, the most standard league, which would be 10 to 12. Um, I don't know how many, like a sixth, five to seven player bench, uh, something along those lines. So, um, yeah, so I think that is really helpful just because some of these guys, like you just mentioned, they may be on the waiver wire in an eight-team league that has a short, you know, roster. However, who would you be dropping to pick them up? You know what I mean. So, um, I think that matters. So, yeah, I, I, I think this is uh, 
you know, good place to start from. But as Ryan talked about, pretty weak waiver week, um, weak week. Yeah. Uh, but um, we'll get into it. It'll probably be a shorter episode. Um, yeah. Just because there's not a lot of really action out there. Yeah. Um, so let's start right off with uh, running backs. And there's there's only one guy on my list. Okay. Wait, wait. Should we do? Uh, let's just never mind. Okay. I was going to say let's do the deadline first, but it, we'll do that after. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so back to the running backs. Uh, there's only one that I have on my list that I think is worth adding this week, uh, and that's Leonard Fournette. Uh, Leonard Fournette was just picked up by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's rostered in only 3% of leagues, so he's basically out there for everybody, um, aside from the leagues that you know preemptively picked him up last week. Uh, a lot of our leagues are like that. He might not be out there. But, um, you know, Leonard Fournette, how impactful do you see this addition to the bills being i yeah. mean with james cook like i mean do you see any value there long term i want to hear what your answer is first so for me i i like if you're you know don't pick him up thinking he's going to produce for you right away but if you're winning if you're if you're like in first second third place even fourth place in your leagues uh and you want to stash somebody that in a few weeks maybe three to four weeks from now he's found himself a nice little role on this offense. Uh, I think he's going to be worth starting uh, in a couple weeks from now. Just right now, I wouldn't be picking him up thinking that he's going to be a startable asset in the short term. But yeah, I would so love to see in a few him. weeks. What, what, what do you think that looks like? What do you think his role looks like in a few weeks? Um, I see his role being legitimate. He'll be the goal line back. Uh, yeah. He'll be the, um, you know, short short yardage but you know james cook i don't think they had the envision of james cook being like a three down back they they made comments early in the offseason saying like yeah he's capable of doing it which we've seen him do pretty well but i think they've been missing that thumper on that team and that's what leonard fournette brings to the table in my opinion yeah um yeah absolutely i so i agree with you i think that he, I mean, I would stash him if it's a super deep league. I'm not like going crazy to go get him. I don't really think there's a lot of value there. He's going to be touchdown dependent. Like you mentioned, he's got the goal line work you'd imagine. So I think he's going to be what Latavius Murray is just 2.0. So a better version of what they have with him because he can receive better. Um, and he's just, Leonard Fournette. I don't know. He's you know been on teams that have won uh, Super Bowls as of recent. Uh, he's just uh, you know a, a professional, solid running back. Um, so you know we'll see what shape he's in. I think it'll take some time to learn the offense and just get oh, in shape, yeah. like you mentioned. Um, yeah, he's just a big boy. That's why I say that. I mean, you know, I've seen his career very closely, seeing as um, you know I went to LSU. yeah around the same time as him and just like (laughs) he was an 18 year old man right like of course at the age of 18 uh he was always just pretty like jacked but he was always you know an off season of not being foot on the gas of almost like lacy like how he would show up a little thicker granted Lacey was addicted to Chinese food, but um, <laughs> but Le- Leonard Fournette's just like a big, thick guy. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, how good of shape is he in? We'll see. Um, hopefully. I, I just don't know how much he's been training, right? That's the only thing I have to say. I'm not saying he's been, you know, crushing Chinese food. I'm saying that he's hasn't been, you know, practicing five times a week, playing in games. Yeah. So has to get in the game shape. Um, I imagine he's not too far off because he's just a freak uh, athlete. He's he, he's an absolute beast. So um, yeah, I think it's a goal line, maybe short yardage, like you said. But um, yeah, I think he's going to be a very good football player for the bills but fantasy wise touchdown dependent yeah if you're lucky he gets like two three catches and then finds the end zone so i mean if you're in a deep league you know i went on got him in one league that's really deep but yeah yeah i'm curious to see what they're the bills themselves the coaching staff what they're envisioning signing him you know what i mean like what what do they see this uh, situation becoming later on in the season? I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that develops. But, um, yeah, that's the only running back I have on my list. Uh, the running backs I mentioned earlier that, you know, Chuba Hubbard and Amari DiMercato, like um, we're not going to talk about them in depth. We've talked about them for weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, sure, they might be available. But uh, for me, Leonard Fournette is available everywhere. And that's just kind of our opinion on him. So, yep. Uh, Marty D. Marty D. He had 20 carries last week, bro. Yeah. Watch out. Um, all right. So moving on to wide receivers, watch there's uh, about there's three. Now watch there's, out. Watch out. Uh, I've, I've been watching out since we've heard his name the first time, and I will continue to watch out. <laughs> okay. Especially um, this week with Clayton Tune against Cleveland. Definitely oh. going to watch out this week. Yeah. Um, all right. So three wide receivers I have on my list here. Um, it's Rashid Shahid. He's rostered in 18.4% of leagues on ESPN. It's Demario Douglas, rostered in only 1% of leagues. And Khalil Shakir, rostered in 0.2. Yeah. So these, these three guys are pretty much available everywhere. Rashid Shahid obviously had the blow-up game, I think over 150 yards, uh, only a couple catches. He's that deep threat for Derek Carr and the Saints, but, you know, we've seen it time and time again. Derek Carr loves to throw deep. Yeah. So um, what's your gauge on Rashid Shahid? Let's talk about him first. I mean, I personally, I'll start. I really like him. Like, he seems like kind of like that flyer for me that you can – he's a flex start, uh, that boomer bust type of guy, but if you need that explosive – those explosive plays um, and you're in a deep league, I, I like Rashid Shahid. Yeah, I want to uh, – I'm trying to Google real quick a stat of his that I read. Basically, I read that you should start Rashid Shahid against teams that play zone defense. Oh, okay. So that's one thing I wanted to dive into, that um, that differential between zone and man, which teams play better uh, and who's more effective against the zone or man. So, yeah, that's – I haven't really dove into that too much, but uh, if you have anything, that would be great. Um, yeah, I need to find it, but his numbers against zone is, like, insane, um, whereas Michael Thomas is the guy to play um, yeah. if it's man-to-man. So 
I'll, well, I'll, have, just, I'll have to look at it later. Um, but yeah, I saw the the numbers there and it was like egregious. So all those, those, those good games that you're seeing out of Shahid where he just blows up, those are all coming against uh, primarily zone defense. Um, yeah. Z- zone defense type teams. So. Yeah. And he, he's been good. He's had a good, like uh, three, this past three games. He had a, uh, yeah. Eight over eighteen points, uh, and then he had the game that he didn't get as many points. He still had eight targets two weeks ago, and then last week the hundred and fifty yards and a touchdown. Like, you know, yeah. three three solid weeks for production wise. Yeah, in a weird way, his skill set kind of caters to Derek Carr's. Um, like Derek Carr, just like <laughs> I wouldn't call him like a good deep ball thrower but he like is sneaky a good deep ball thrower like he's like yeah he he puts together these 300 plus games because he has like those 60 70 yards just bombs you know what i mean like i yeah it's not i don't know what it is to be honest it kind of fucks with my brain a little bit like <laughs> are you a good deep ball thrower when you connect on one of those or two of those a game. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like such a I don't know if it's lack of consistency. I don't know what it is. He's sneaky, a good deep ball thrower, and Shahid's skill set caters to that. But um, yeah, let me look it up. So he had week eight wide receiver eight, week six wide receiver twelve, and week one wide receiver twelve. So um those are the games I imagine against zone defense teams which would be Tennessee, Texans, and Indiana. Interesting yeah. that those are all the AFC South as well, so I don't know. But, <laughs> but no, I'll look up the stat from earlier. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, what about the other guy we have on this list is Demario Douglas. I know you were pretty big on him coming into yeah. the season. Um, do you huh. want to talk about him at all? Yeah, I mean, he's talented. He's a talented slot. He's athletic, so I think we're going to see – a lot of them. I mean, it's just he's still on a team in an offense that I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Like, they're yeah. bad. Um, yeah. Well, Kendrick Bourne, we could talk about this. He he goes down. Is that an ACL, torn ACL, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Kendrick Bourne, the number one wide receiver for the Patriots, goes out. He's done. 28 years old. Yeah. Um, Not really that good to begin with. Uh, Kendrick Bourne? Yeah. Yes. Um, but he was the number one receiver. The, he's gone. Yeah, and no, I, I'm just I think, saying, like, that's how I look at him with an ACL tear. It's like, what yeah. does his road back look like? How effective will he ever be? Should I drop him on my fantasy team in my dynasty team? Maybe. Yeah. Unless you want him. No. I'll trade you for a fifth rounder right now. No, I'm good. <laughs> Not even worth the last round pick. Sorry, buddy. Um, but yeah, last week, uh, Demario Douglas had seven targets. So, um, yes, you're going to see production from Demario occasionally, but it's workload, um, yeah, yeah, from workload volume, uh, he's gonna he's gonna have the volume there. But I, you know, like Cole said, we're I we've been on this train for a couple weeks now. We're just fading all Patriots. We don't want any Patriots on our team. Um, you know. It, it is what it is. It's just yeah. this offense is hard to trust. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, the fact that like we're looking at Pop Douglas as the guy to pick up is like very telling. It's like, all right, so we're looking at Demario. 
when they just paid Juju the same amount more than Jacoby Myers had uh, got paid in, in, in Vegas. And then Tyquan Thornton, who they spent, you know, second round draft capital on, who was having supposedly an outstanding camp last year, um, gets injured this year. Like, those aren't the guys we're talking about. So will one of them rise up? Probably not. Um, but that just goes to show you, like, what are the Patriots doing evaluating wide receivers? That team's just fucked, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the double, the two decades of winning finally is coming around full circle and they're uh, yeah. dealing with some struggles. So, um, yeah. yeah, so we're, we're not picking up Demario Douglas, but um, if you are in a very deep league, there's a world where I could see him being rostered. So, yeah, I mean, um, I'll probably pick him up in one league um, that we're in together where it's super deep and I have a ton of fab. So, like, yeah, and there's hardly yeah, ever there's, anyone on the waiver wire. Yeah. So, like, I'll pick him up there. I have him on my taxi squad and we'll be, you know, cheering for him. But do I think he does? Uh, he's just, you know, he's on a he's on a dead offense in my mind. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, all right, what about Khalil Shakir, uh, Buffalo wide receiver? He had a uh, very active first – was that a first quarter or first half? I think it was the first quarter of last game where he was just getting peppered. Yeah, I think he had, what, six targets, four catches, 61 or 91 yards, something like that. Um, uh, no, six targets, six receptions for 92 yards last week. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Um, he looks really good. He, I mean – that's the role that they drafted him for. Um, so to see him, you know, succeed there, it's the uh, Isaiah McKenzie role. So, um, which he never really broke out in. So hopefully this is their guy. And, <clears throat> and this is the guy in that offense that, that continues to perform there. It's like, we know everyone's role, hopefully, and that they kind of get the wheels in motion on that offense and, you know, digs out wide with Gabe Davis slot slash tight end Kincaid. And then Shakir is that like streak up the middle and make big plays, uh, quick out routes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Shakir. I I'm probably going to be, um, in our deep leagues. I'll be looking to pick him up. Uh, I think he's definitely worth roster spot. I I'm not trusting yeah. him in a lineup yet. Um, but, We'll see how this progresses, you know? Yeah, I think it's Shahid, Shakir, Pop, in that order. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Shahid is definitely my number one wide receiver pickup on the week yep. um, in our in our format. <clears throat> All right, well, that's wide receivers and running backs. Let's jump to tight end. Um, how about Trey McBride? We talked about him last week after Zach Ertz. Um went down with that was season ending injury, right? Um yeah. No, it's not season ending, but he's he's on the IR. Okay. Is um it? yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was season ending. I don't think so. IR quad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, Trey McBride 14 targets, 10 receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, and he's getting an upgrade at quarterback. Is that safe Not to say? Not this week. Uh, Toon's 
Toon's starting this week. Oh, he is. Toon's starting this week and then Murray the week after. Yep. Okay, so dealing with one week of Clayton Toon, but against the Browns, after that, yeah. yeah, against the Browns, so you probably wouldn't want to start him anyway. But, um, yeah, once, once Kyler comes back, I mean, Kyler had a great connection with his tight end when he played. Uh, I think Trey McBride has a lot of value. I am looking to pick him up in every league that I don't have a stud at tight end. Yeah. Uh, even as even as an extra piece, uh, as a backup tight end, I'm I'm I want him on every one of my fantasy teams. Yeah, um, I love him too. I really always have. Um, so it's good to see him succeeding in the role that he played in college and can play for the for the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, I think this is the beginning of his breakout, and um, he's going to be really good for quite some time. So, yep. He's a uh, he's a buy buy him now, buy him now while you can. LSU got uh, 14 seed. They're the highest two loss team in the first college football playoff rankings. Oh, Alabama's eight seed, so it's going to be eight versus 14 this weekend. Just what the, what time is the game? Six thirty. Oh, is the night game on Saturday? Oh, hold on one second. Hello? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. It's sometimes the audio cuts out. I didn't I cut you you cut out and I couldn't hear you. Um what'd you say it is Saturday night game? Saturday night, yep. Nice. All right, cool. We're looking forward to that. Um, all right, the other, the only other tight end I want to talk about is Taysom Hill. Um, we've talked about for weeks now, and uh, he just continues to score points. Uh, over the last, he's scored over twelve points in each of the last three weeks. Um, his most being last week in twenty-two. He had two touchdowns, um, one touchdown the week before. <clears throat> you know, they got Chicago this week. Like, I would be totally fine with Taysom Hill in my starting lineup if I needed him. I'd feel comfortable with that this week with them taking on Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know how I feel about him. I, I don't have much to say. He's He'll disappear at some point this year. That's why he's always on the waiver wire to start the season is because no one can ever trust him. So he has a few big weeks every season, and then he disappears. So – I just don't like being left holding that bag, so I generally never touch him. I get what you're saying, and usually it's a, it's he has a good game and then a few bad games, and then one good game and then a few bad. People games. don't draft him, Ryan, because he's not reliable. Like how many? Let's let's look at his let's look at his history. Like he was he drafted in any leagues this year? I doubt it. Yeah, so like that's a, there's a reason why, and there's a reason why we're always talking about him, is of because course. he has these games every year, and then he dis like this is. But what like, I'm this, saying this is this he history repeating itself. Yes, but what to me he isn't usually able to uh, get a streak going or have multiple games back to back to back where he's being highly productive. They're trusting him at the goal line. He's scoring touchdowns like twelve yeah, points, sixteen points, twenty two points, like. Like I'm just saying, against a, a bad defense in Chicago, 
I could see yeah. them if it's working, they're winning games and they're, he, they're he's performing well. He's scoring them points. Like yeah, they should have been doing this forever, but they don't. So yeah, well maybe they maybe they are moving forward. That's all I'm saying. They That's a possibility. This. Like here's 2021 <laughs> week 13, 24 week 14, 24 week 15, 9.5 week 16, zero 17 and 18. Uh, 17.4 and, and 10. So like there's a good stretch to the end of the year. One game, he just didn't see any action and he oh never mind that was when he was starting quarterback because he had a hundred percent snap percentage so that's a different story yeah yeah See, like i don't right even now... recognize his uh so here like 33 in week five this is last year 33 4.5 10 8 and then he kind of goes dark and then week 13 another 13.3 and then again he ends the season strong it's just like there's a reason why no one ever drafts him. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if you're willing to take on the risk of him putting up three points like he did week three through five, then go yeah. ahead and grab him and start him. Um, I'm just not one of those guys that likes to sit there with a three spot in my lineup. Um, so I imagine you can find better options. But like Ryan's saying, if there is ever a time to take a swing on Taysom Hill, it's this week. So. Yeah, but yeah, I agree, dude. Like, this should be his role. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm saying. uh, They don't have a good. They haven't had a good quarterback since Drew Brees. Like, Derek Carr is horrible in the red zone. So, yes, this should be the role. Is it going to be? I don't know. Are we going to do this whole fucking dance again? And how long are we going to do this dance? (laughs) His whole career, like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I just I, I I'm liking what I'm seeing so far and um, through the last three weeks, small sample size. And I just I have a feeling that they're, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it type of deal where maybe they maybe they found a little pocket to where they want to use him. And, you know, I just yeah, I, 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 worth so. roster I, spot. I like him as a player and a person. I do a yeah. lot. I don't like him as fantasy football player. I just never go there. Yeah. I understand. It's too risky. Way too risky. Yeah, I mean, like, 22.46 was last week. 16 and 12 the weeks before. I can find the 12 and the 16 player. You know, I I can typically find a guy who has a good likelihood to score a touchdown. Trey McBride last week, you know. That was my streaming tight end. He's on most rosters. uh, If I don't already have Andrews Kincaid. So I just think that I can always I'm always confident in finding the guy that goes undrafted and then you know your Logan Thomases that's a skill that I have um so I'd rather find those guys and get that 12 and 16 out of them when their floor is you know maybe 7 to 9 as opposed to Taysom Hill who will give me 3 points yeah. or 0 or 0 you know so I don't know. I, I know what you mean. I, I like him. I like him as a football player. I think he should have that role. And he should, like, dude, they were giving it to Kamara on, like, the three and in, and he gets stuffed. Why are we even doing that? Just just let Taysom Hill bulldoze his way in there. Like, Yeah, Kamara is not a punch-it-in type of running back. 
I mean, he can, but like, why even do that? You know, like, yeah, why not just go with Hill shotgun and then have a read option type play where he can dunk, dump it to, you know, Jimmy Graham, uh, Forrest Moreau. Like, I don't know. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah well that's um those are the tight ends uh those are the wide receivers running backs tight ends uh what about quarterbacks uh real yeah quick, this is interesting yeah i mean this um, is this, interesting because uh yeah, go ahead well you had kirk cousins injury dobbs gets traded there um that's why tune started for the cardinals with kyler hopefully coming back next week um anyways yeah i mean i like dobbs in minnesota minnesota um i just think like he's he had a tryout with arizona clearly he passed it and i think he can throw the ball enough to get those really talented receivers the ball um, and then he brings a dynamic with his legs that they never had before. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm, they, they literally had nothing to lose in trading for Dobbs and seeing if he can add a dynam dynamic to that offense. That makes him good. I mean, people forget that he literally won them a playoff game last year. Yeah. W what happened? He had that game completely won, and then there was like a bad – was it a fumble? I can't recall. He beat, they beat the Jaguars. The Titans beat the beat the Jaguars in that wild card game, and then I forgot what how the Jaguars came back. It was like Josh Allen, like rip. I I don't remember. It was like egregiously bad to where Dobbs did just enough to win the Titans the game, and then somehow it they lost. It was ridiculous but anyways yeah um he and then you know they're one in six or one in seven uh but he's done enough from the quarterback position to you know why not take a risk and try to save our season yeah yeah absolutely i mean he's got great pieces around him and i, I he could actually be a good quarterback for minnesota and they could win a lot of the games and he's going to put up numbers. He put up numbers like in Arizona. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just, so he's the number one quarterback ad. Um, how do you feel about Will Levis? Will Levis is coming out party last week. Yeah. Um, I don't like him. Four touchdowns. You don't like him. No, I think I, I, I don't, I think I, I wasn't impressed with his four touchdowns. Like, you yeah, that's outstanding. But a lot of that was Deandre Hopkins being wide open um and uh, so yeah I, I think he's gonna struggle really badly um and i think even though gonna, he's still throwing to deandre hopkins though yeah i think you're gonna see it on thursday night against the steelers in pittsburgh where you're like oh never mind this guy kind of sucks <laughs> i mean flash in the pan. one of those touchdowns he threw he threw it behind the guy like egregiously was it yeah. hopkins's last one where it was like way behind him like it's not a good throw um 
that ends up in a touchdown because DeAndre Hopkins is a fucking stud. Uh, yep. So the only thing that like his saving, like, is he better than Brock Osweiler? Is he better than uh, who else? Was Brian Hoyer one of the Texans quarterbacks? No. Was it? Um, uh, probably. I mean, the Ryan Mallett. Is he better than these guys that <laughs> that Hopkins Ryan has had Mallett. in the that Hopkins has had in the past, like probably, I mean, it's worth a shot. What are the Titans have nothing to lose by like letting him go out there and fucking sling the ball. And listen, like Tannehill was too much of a veteran quarterback to throw into triple coverage to Hopkins. So Hopkins wasn't getting those targets. Levis will just say, fuck it and sling the ball. Right. Like that's just the type of quarterback and like he has nothing to lose. Um, so you may have that aspect, but at the end of the day, like he's going to be these professional defenses are going to be scheming up game plans against him. And if you're not awesome, I mean, you're seeing it with Stroud now. Everyone thought Stroud was amazing, but now that there's game film on him, NFL defenses are scheming up ways to stop his strengths. And you're seeing him struggle. He's not adapting well and figuring it out. He's struggling. Um, so, you know, I, that's just the nature of being a rookie quarterback in the NFL is like you're going to – off defenses, there's going to be enough film. There's going to – word's going to get out on, you know, you can stop him. Like he does this well, and you can stop him by doing this. And if you don't adapt on the fly, you're going to struggle. So – um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Levis four touchdowns would be like, I, I, I'm not impressed. Uh, I think he's going to struggle. Yeah, and what you know on a waiver show talking about waivers and quarterbacks you should pick up. Like, <clears throat> realistically, the the reality of the situation is if you're in a one quarterback league. Uh, there's other there's better options than Will Levis that are on the waiver wire. If you're in a two quarterback 100%. league, you have to pick him up because yeah. every quarterback should be added. So yeah. the reality is, it's there's really no point in talking about him because it, depending on your situation, you either need to pick him up regardless, or there's going to be better options. And one of those better options it might be Derek Carr. Derek Carr, pick he, him up. Yeah, there you go. You're going to have to, right? Um, you know, Derek Carr, last three weeks, 22 points, 23 points, 29 points. Like, even when he's not playing good, he still puts up good numbers. Yeah, if he could learn how to capitalize on the red zone, he would be outstanding this year. Yeah, yeah he is horrendous in the red zone. So horrendous. Bad. Yeah. But still, over 300 yards uh, each of the last three weeks, like, he's a gunslinger. He's going to get you yards, a couple touchdowns here and there, and it's going to look ugly as he gets there. But, you know, in a pinch, um, my quarterback's on a bye. Uh, you know, he's a he's an interesting option. That's all I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um... So for me, it's someone who's just been horrible this year. I like the idea of going and getting Daniel Jones. Um, so okay, 
Uh, I don't know what his like percent ownership is, but I'm almost guarantee he's available on most benches or on most waivers, at least in leagues that I'm in. I've seen him get dropped. I dropped him in a league. Um, he's just not been good. So I Daniel Jones is rostered in 33% of leagues. Yeah. So like I'm going to grab him in leagues. Um, he's already had success in this league. His team's starting to look a little bit better. Um, we'll see what he can do. I mean, let's see, let's look at their schedule coming up. Uh, I got it pulled up right here. Buffalo, Washington, Jets, Raiders, Cowboys. Buffalo. Wait, no, he's got Raiders right now. So, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking. He hasn't played. He hasn't Raiders, played in a couple weeks. Raiders, Cowboys, Commanders, Patriots at home, Packers. So Raiders, you know, Max Crosby makes people's life's hell, but they're not a good team. Cowboys at Cowboys, that'll be really tough. But then you have the Commanders yeah. who Commanders who give up points. Patriots at home, like there's just still not that impressive without Gonzalez and Judon Packers at home. I mean, Monday night football. Um, and then you go to the saints and Eagles late in the season, which would be playoff time. So I, I think it's, check your, you know, if you have a Josh Allen, check your bye week If it's that commander's week, I think he's a very startable asset there. Um, but I'm grabbing him just because. He's got those quarterback cheat codes that you look for. The you know he can get you seventy yards on the ground, maybe a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like uh, Daniel Jones should be a good quarterback. Like he yep. should be putting up numbers, but he has had a terrible start to the season. He had one good yeah. game. Yeah, the Giants as a whole, their defense was horrible. Everything was horrible. Daniel Jones is not a team. He's not a quarterback where you can fall behind and then he's going to pass you back into the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when your defense is horrible, unfortunately, that's the game script that they played in a lot early in the season. But this defense is playing really good. Um, They should have won that game against the Jets. I mean, they had it in the bag. 24 seconds, yeah. Zach Wilson has the ball to score a, t- a field goal, and he somehow does. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's worth a shot in my book. Yeah, Dobbs, I get that. Worth a shot. Um, and then Carr, like, you know what he is. Uh, Bears is a great matchup to start him again, you know. Great team to yeah. start him against the Bears. So. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, now – Lastly, I just wanted to bring up some streaming defenses. If you guys are looking to pick up a streaming defense, uh, there was two on my list here. Uh, the Falcons are owned in only 28% of leagues. They're taking on Minnesota this week. Um, is it going to be Dobbs or is it going to be J- Jaron Hall? Regardless, I think the Falcons are a good excuse me, a good play this week. I like the Chargers as well. I don't know what their owned is, especially after playing the Bears last week, but that was a team that I looked to pick up, play the Bears, and then this week the Jets. Um, yeah, they're owned in only 6%. They're they're available out there. Yeah, Chargers. I mean, I don't remember what they put up last week, but I remember being happy. Uh, well, yeah, they put up 10 points. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, they had a couple picks. Uh, what was it? One or two picks? I don't know. Anyways, I like the Chargers against Jack Zach Wilson. Who was your second team there? Um, it was the Falcons and the uh, Giants taking on the Raiders. That was my other team. Who I was going to say? Another yeah, the team that last week. Yeah, another team last week that you know started me against the Jets. They were I rostered them in a couple leagues, but well, um, dude, last the last two weeks they've been dominant. Thirteen, then, yeah, fifteen yeah. points and thirteen points. Yeah, I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau has been on fire, getting sacks. Yes. So I agree. Giants, I like them a lot. Chargers, Falcons. Uh, is Dob? No, they said uh, Jalen. What's his name? Jalen Hall. Jaron. Jaron J- Hall. Jaron Hall. What did I? What was I looking him up? I couldn't find him. <laughs> you were trying to look him up, Jalen. Jalen, like, I don't even know, car or something. <laughs> I was like, why can't I find <laughs> this guy? Um, or Hall yeah. or something. But anyways, yeah, I like that. Uh, who? Yeah. Speak. So who? Uh, we've talked about. Um, talked about the Vikings. Talked about Tune with with uh, Arizona. What about Stafford's day to day? If he doesn't play this week, who's their starting quarterback? Oh my God, I don't even know. It's definitely not I don't, Stetson Bennett, right? Uh, is he even on the team? Didn't he like go to rehab? <laughs> Did not. Don't Did he go to? You went that. to rehab? Yeah, for oh, like. Man. Maybe it was like something behavioral. I, I don't. He left the team for a while. Okay, Stetson hold on. Bennett. I'm looking at news. Absence. Yeah, mysterious Stetson Bennett's mysterious Rams absence likely to stretch through the entire season. So he's not even there. Brett um, Ripien. 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 Okay, that's concerning. Yeah, he's going to be the starter if uh, Stafford is a no-go. And then I saw that they picked up Wolford. Oh, he's back? Yep. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so they signed him to the practice squad. Um, Wolford. Jay Wolford. John Wolford? No. Yeah, no. Uh, he bucks to sign John Wolford. Bucks to yeah. sign. Tried to pluck Wolford. Oh, so the Rams tried to sign Wolford off of the Bucks practice squad, and then the Bucks said nope and signed him to their <laughs> active roster. So they cocked okay. the Rams. All right. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, I think that about does it for waivers. Um, let's talk about um, a little bit more in depth the trade deadline because I, I know we talked about. We already talked Dobbs. Yeah. I don't yeah, think they, we need to go there. Okay. I mean, all right. Well, I don't think we need to go Dobbs. Like, the only thing we can talk about with him is what, how do you think that affects Hawkinson, uh, Addison, JJ coming back? Um, I think that's worth talking about, but we went, you know, we went in into depth about Dobbs. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll 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 dive in more a little bit later throughout the week and talk about how their matchups are. Maybe on a Sunday start sit, um, you know, once we find out more information with Jaron Hall and um, and get more information on it. Did you not listen to anything I said? No, I did. <laughs> I asked you a question. Oh, you, you asked just, me a question. Yeah, completely spaced out on what I said. No, uh, I. No, I didn't, I said, I didn't hear a question from you. I I said, how do you think Dobbs to Minnesota affects? Oh, I thought you were saying hypothetically we would say that. No, if if, if you're, <laughs> if like, you're asking what? me that question, right I was now, like, what do you, you just disregard everything I just asked? <laughs> no, no, no. So um, I look at it as it's a downgrade in targets. Um, it's uh, Kirk Cousins not is really the ball forty-five times. Is what you're trying no, to say? I, yeah. No, he's not. You're not going to have the amount of targets. Uh, Hawkinson takes a hit. Addison takes a hit. JJ takes a hit when he comes back. Um, they're still going to produce fantasy wise. They're still going to be startable pieces. Yeah. Um, Hawkinson is a beast, and that offense is still going to find a way to get them the ball. And uh, it's still a pass first team. You know, they're, yeah, they got Cam Akers to bring them in to improve their run game, but it hasn't really came to fruition. So it's a pass first team, and Dobbs will be able to get them the ball, but yeah, they're not all going to be able to eat in the same game. You know, yeah, I think Hawkinson takes the least blow. I, yeah, I, I could agree with that. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we've seen Dobbs th- utilize the tight end quite often for. Uh, the Cardinals, I just think he's comfortable making that throw. So I I, I could see Hawkinson uh, not taking too much of a blow. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, Justin Jefferson is just so good at football. So it's like, yeah. you know. Well, he's going to be open and he'll get him there. Like Dobbs is good enough to get the ball there. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that worried as you were with Jaron Hall. But yeah. um, definitely um, it takes a hit. So. Yeah, everything else we can be brief. I mean, Chase Young reuniting with Nick Bosa—that's um, significant. Uh, yeah, the rich get richer. Yeah, so I think they still need to get uh, Trent Williams back. I mean, you know, Purdy's concerning—he's clearly been exposed these last few games uh, yeah. when they don't have um, "quote unquote" aliens. I forgot who said that. It was someone on McAfee's show or, uh, or <laughs> oh no, it was Taylor Luan. Uh oh, okay. bus, busting with the boys. He said he he heard from someone inside the league that Purdy main like is gonna be completely exposed when he doesn't have the aliens around him. Uh, you know, referring to Trent Williams, referring to Debo, Debo referring to yeah. that full unit, uh, which we've seen. So yeah. Uh anyways. Um yeah, Chase Young there makes that team that defense more scary uh than they already yeah. are. Yeah. Uh yep. who else we got? Um the Bears. The Bears, Bears got Montez Mont- Sweat. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Um, I like it. It's it's to me it's that off season move in season where you know it's a piece for next year and moving forward. Um we needed help on the D line and Montez Sweat's a good piece. I would have rather had Chase Young, but beggars can't be choosers in this aspect, you know. Um, I just think he makes our defense better. He makes our defensive line better and our defense as a whole, and we'll be in a better spot 
going into next year. And going to sign them, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He'll be on the team for, he'll get a, a contract for three to four years for sure. Yeah. And then Jalen Johnson, I mean, what's going on there? I know there was a lot of trade a talk. Trade. There's a lot of trade talk. He he then didn't get traded and said that he's not going to talk about a contract the rest of the year and he's going to free agency. Yeah. So, so he's, he doesn't, he's not going to want to re-sign with the bears. He's clearly so why not Why not fucking pull the trigger on something? Um, it's, it's the bears organization. I don't know what, did you see that? What did you see that? Like like, the Steelers gave a very strong offer? No, I didn't see that. They did. Yes. There was a market for them and there was a strong offer by the Steelers and And the bears chose to do nothing. Yeah. So, and then like he hates them. So like out of spite, he's just going to, like, was that a spite move by the Bears being like, oh, you don't tell us what to see, do? <laughs> I can't see that being the case. What the but, like, I just – I don't agree with a lot a of – A normal organization that – yeah, like, a normal organization wouldn't do that. But, like, did the Bears – is that really how fucking petty they are? Is that why they I, suck it, as an organization? It, it's a possibility, Cole. It's yeah. a possibility, you know? Jeez. So, um, so yeah, Leonard Williams to the Seahawks, huge trade there. That'll stack up that defensive line. And then DPJ is really the only one. Uh, obviously, Rasul Douglas, the Bills, they needed someone in the secondary. Um, DPJ to Detroit to fill in that Marvin Jones role uh, that I guess they feel like Jamison Williams, who keeps dropping balls, cannot fill. I don't know that there's any fantasy relevance here, um, but – Ezra Cleveland guard for the Jaguars. He's going to be a starter over there. Uh, so, yeah, there wasn't really much fantasy relevant uh, moves at the deadline, but uh, still wanted to talk about it and get that information to you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important to note, you know, fantasy football is not just all offense. It's yep. that defense has a huge uh, aspect of it. So, All right, you got to get on the road. We're going to do our Q&A, but you're not going to – be distracted this is safe right <laughs> yeah no I'm and good. you're not in an 18 wheeler so <laughs> no but you're i am not in an, buckle know, up I, right I what the fuck dude <laughs> that was bad that that basically exposes us as frauds no no it's just dude. me uh not being on my a game that's all oh come on dude all right yeah it's all good all right, if you say so. Well, I think this would be a good time for me to grab a protein shake and do a taste review. Yeah, I why, think so. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you uh, catch up? Tell the roadies. Actually, let's just do this. Well, no, let's. <laughs> you tell the roadies right now where you're driving, and I'll go get a protein shake for a taste review. Okay. All right. I am currently on 294 South. Heading out of Chicago, going to Dayton, Ohio. I feel like I go to Ohio every other week now. It's not my favorite state, but I do love the Ohio State Buckeyes, so uh, I don't mind uh, popping in every once in a while. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know who's out there listening right now, but. (laughs) Oh, man. 
I wonder what Culls is grabbing. Is he grabbing a protein shake? Is he grabbing a uh, electrolytes? I wonder what flavor he's got. Curious. All right, I got one. Uh oh, here we go. Ooh. You ready? Yeah, what, what flavor are you working with? All right, here we go. I have a whey blend. It is Campfire S'mores. Ooh, that sounds so good. I love me. Anything s'mores, I'm, I am all about it. All right, so rule one, proteins. Um, yeah, let's do a quick taste review here. Um, this is, as I said, a whey protein, and it is going to be s'mores. I mean, I always eat, drink my protein shakes with uh, um, almond milk. Oh, that's a that's a that's interesting. Unsweetened vanilla almond milk. Okay. Every single protein shake I drink, unless I like make a actual smoothie. I can get behind that. Okay. Here we go. Cheers. Wait. Cheers. Rule one. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter in promo code Roadies40 at checkout for forty percent off. I, I think he's gonna love this one. It's just how do you not like s'mores? S'mores oh, is just so good. Man. Oh, you can really taste the marshmallow. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, this is a good one, man. Holy shit. Um rule yeah, one I protein. A, I have a feeling that's is, gonna be my favorite one when I try it. I'm dude, sure. rule one protein is literally like so much better than any protein I've ever tasted. And I'm not being biased. I've been drinking a lot of rule one since high school, but Earl, I guess since after high school. Yeah. How long has the company, um, how long has the company been around? I want to say 23. I want to say about nine years, not quite 10 years yet. I mean, I was just okay. thinking about, like, personally, how long I know have known it to be. Let's see. I was right on that. But, yeah, their protein is so, so good, dude. I was in Louisiana, and my buddy had this, like, mass gainer, chocolate mass gainer. And I was like, dude, what are you doing Go to go to rule1proteins.com. Like, look at all these flavors. Rody's forty. Let's get you. Let's get you some good tasting protein. There's no reason you need to be drinking this chocolate chalk. Like, there's really yeah. good tasting protein out there, and rule one is the leader in that. Um. So yes, uh, we're gonna go ahead and say. Let's see. We're going to go ahead and give this a smashing success of a score. I, I'd go like 8.8 .8 again. I think I already gave something an 8.8. .8. No, you gave it an 8 point or no, a nine. You gave something a 9.8 .8 for uh, Connor Bedard. 
<laughs> and then I said 8.8 .8 for Kaner because I needed to give it some room. Yes. Nine yes. years. Look at that. I was spot on. Wow. Nine, nine years and five months. Coming on one decade. That's uh, that's incredible. Anyways, yeah, s'mores is delicious. All right, here we go. Let's uh, get into some questions. All right. Um, and I'll, I'll actually, at the end, we'll do a little rule one uh, website review or website, like poke around it. But, oh, God, we lost Ryan. Oh, it's so good. Hey, guys, I traded Garrett Wilson and DK... We got gotcha. you. Yep. All right. Hey guys, I traded Garrett Wilson and DK Metcalf for Devonta Smith. Um, I'm getting a, a. Hold on one second. Yeah. All right. Good to go. Hey guys, just chats fighting. Justin chats fighting. What is okay. going on? Uh, I hope you chat MMA, and if you do, come holla at your boy. At Coles underscore sports. Big UFC fan. Um, hey, guys, I traded Garrett Wilson and DK Metcalf for Devonta Smith, three firsts in two seconds in Dynasty. Wow. Ten-man, one QB, full PPR. Wow. That seems pretty rich, right? I mean, that, compared, to that, what, compared to what we do. Yeah, three firsts. And Devonta Smith, um, you, you, you won that trade, Justin. Um, in my opinion, that was a haul. Oh, he's receiving all of those? Yeah, I mean, is that three yeah. firsts, like, the next three consecutive years? Because you're in a three-year rebuild, which... Oh, that's a good point. Uh, the the team may had a may Two had seconds. a surplus of, of first round picks for next year. Are these are these all these draft picks for twenty twenty four? That would be my question. Yeah, well, probably not, right? Um, so you probably let's just say it's first and second next year, the following year, and then a a first that third year. So, um, you know, it's I would look at this as Devonta Smith whoever you get in the first round next year and whoever you get in the second round next year. Uh, and then that next first and second, and the next one. So, yeah, I mean, that's a definitely, I would a hundred percent do that in the league that Ryan, the dynasty league that Ryan commissions, like yeah, my team's good enough to beat anyone because it's an eight man league. Um, but consistently, like I, might miss the playoffs. I'll probably get fifth. I'm either going to get fourth, fifth, or sixth in the top four make the playoffs. So, you know, I would make that trade knowing that I'm going to draft studs. Um, yeah, I mean, I still I still believe in Devonta Smith. I would put him a tier below those two guys, but not necessarily. I don't know. He's probably right there with DK Metcalf, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, so. Garrett Wilson's, regardless of quarterback, ahead of those two, and then I would put yes. DK, DK and Devonta in the same, um, in the Pocket. same tier. In really, depending on the person, they may have Devonta ahead of DK in 
to be honest, I might be one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. So I like it. Justin chats fighting. Hit me up. Coles underscore sports to chat fighting as well. Uh, speaking of ride, December 2nd, Austin, Texas, a UFC fight night was uh, announced today. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna look at the uh, I'm gonna look at the comedy mothership schedule to see if they have anything that and I'm sure Rogan will do something like that Friday night, um, and then the fights on Saturday. But um, I just I was dicking around and looked up on the website. You remember when we I did it that one time with Paulo? Yeah, our boy Paulo. I looked yeah. last. I looked yesterday or, or this morning and I see fucking Shane Gillis on there. I'm like, dude, what? Wow. And I see buy awesome. tickets, see buy tickets, you know, and I click on it freaking out. And then they both say sold out. I was like, no, oh. sometimes it says sold out underneath it. Um, so I don't even have to like get my heart broken, but Shane Gillis and friends. Yeah. Yep. Sure enough, I clicked on every single one this week. Uh, there's a night show sold out. There's he put, I think he's like the next three nights and they're all sold out. And then Joe Rogan wow. and friends as well is the next few nights. Um, all sold out. Damn. So I need to figure out how the, they post their tickets. Uh, we'll say that, but uh, I think. Kenny Stay Trill. What's going Kenny on, brother? Kenny Stay Trill. What's going on? Kenny Stay Trill. He's got a pretty cool looking picture, too. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Um, should I trade Cooper Cup and DK for Diggs? Full PPR, 10 team. I still have Higgins, Ayuk, Flowers, and Palmer. Cup in DK for Diggs is too rich for my my liking. That is correct. I would not be doing that. Cup is coming off of two bad games. Stafford is dealing with uh, that injury, but I still like Cup and DK over Diggs. Uh, I think the combo is still uh, is still more valuable in my opinion. Yeah, full PPR. So I, I'd like to know how many flex is there. One flex, and then you can do Cup, DK, Ayuk, uh, with Higgins, Flowers, Palmer. You know, sliding in on bye weeks, but uh, I, I that's too rich for my blood. Cup and DK for Digs. I mean, yeah, I, I would try to I would try to counter them with like Cup and Flowers, Cup and Flowers for Digs. Uh, if he needs some depth, I think you could probably work something out there, but um, those two know. Yeah. Travis. Hey, guys. What's going on? The Australian Cowboys fan who Shane O'Mac is hopefully best friends with soon. <laughs> My 10 team is Purdy Love, Walker Pollard, Cup, Godwin, Hawkinson, Lockett, I have Jettas. I'm hoping Jettas comes back and Stafford gets healthy. But anything you think I should do? Um, Pollard Walker, I like that. Cup Godwin. Lock it with Jettas. Uh, Hawkinson. 
I think that I wouldn't necessarily do anything there, to be honest, Brad. Uh, I don't know that love is going to do much for you, so I would look to see, like, I'm yeah, he's almost droppable right now. Yeah, and like Purdy from a football standpoint is worrisome with Trent Williams gone, but fantasy wise, he's still been producing. You can probably drop Jordan Love too, right? I hope so. Let's look that up. Trent Williams. Yeah, I thought he was progressing to possibly start this week. Not expected to play a Niners matchup against Bengals. Um, let's see. Injury. Update. I know you love when I just type, talk about what I type. <laughs> just he said he's trying to get Will Levis off waivers right now. Yeah, I don't necessarily love that either. I think you said it was 10-team. Like, I don't necessarily. I think Levis is – I feel like I would rather have Levis over Love right now in the current standpoint currently. Like, I have have Jordan Love on a couple teams, and I'm dropping him this week. There's better options out there. Yeah, I just don't know that I would ever start Levis over Purdy. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I like your team, Brad. Thanks for the question. Uh, Jettas is going to be coming back. It sounds like sooner rather than later is what we were heard, we were told by Rappaport today. Um, yeah. So we could see him coming out, coming back, you know, week. What week is he due back from the IR? Do you know, Truck? Um, not off the top of my head. We, I'd have to look it up. Jefferson return. Uh, I think it's after and, next week. If they let him sit through the bye week, he is expected week 13. No, that doesn't sound right. No. Um, week five. Coming, uh, he's coming back sooner than later. Happened on week five. He messed and missed a win minimum of four. And they have a week 11 by or 12. Uh, let's see. Justin, where's Justin? There he is. They have a week 13 bye. So, oh, wow, yeah. He's, it looks I like mean, he's coming back, back week 10. Week 10 is yeah. when he can come back. I think that's when we should expect to see him back. So, uh, you, you're going to be good, Brad. As long as you can weather the storm, hang tight, try to find a quarterback, maybe. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, I like your team. Um, hang in there. Johnny D. I am Johnny D. Too- Two and six in the best team in the league. Is look oh. I am two and six. The best team in the league is looking to acquire one of my running backs for receiver. Who would you trade away in this group? ETN, definitely not. Swift. DeAndre Swift. 
I would trade Jacobs. No? Jacobs, A-Chain. Yeah, you could probably get a lot for Jacobs. I like that. Uh, they almost traded him to the Ravens today, but the, Ra- the Raiders are another incompetent organization and didn't get the deal done. Oh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely not ETN or Swift. A-Chain could be a, a league winner. I, I, honestly, at two and six... In t- at two and six, like, wait, their receivers are Olave, Puka, Godwin, Pittman, Jordan Addison. Gosh, I don't really like any of those receivers enough. I was going to tell them, like, at two and six, if you need to win bad, uh, Jags are on the buy, trade ETN, and get, like, Olave and... Addison or like Alave and Pittman. I, I just don't like any of those guys enough. I don't think Alave no. is elite enough. And then I don't know. Like, I don't know. None of those guys. I would rather, I would rather have Josh Jacobs over all of those wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. His receivers suck. I don't know how he's the best team in the league. <laughs> That's a good point. I wonder who his running backs are. Well, it can't he doesn't be need he's looking <laughs> yeah. Johnny D, I'm concerned about this league. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little bit concerning. Um, anyways, that is it for questions and um, a little Q&A. Um, yeah, well, I'd say we just wrap it up, right? Okay. All right. Um, Well, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. We are live every episode on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. Please like subscribe, click the bell for future drops. Uh, and as always rule one proteins is the best. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter in promo code ROADIES40 at checkout to get 40% off. If you're looking to get back in the gym or looking to re-up your supplement game, whatever the case may be, Rule and Proteins has got the best stuff on the market, the best tasting stuff on the market. Go check them out. You will not be disappointed. Um, and uh, follow us on Twitter if while you're at it. Support the show. It's uh, at Fantasy Roadshow, at Coles underscore sports, at Fantasy underscore trucker. And if you want to go ahead and get our weekly articles every week, go follow our Substack, thefantasyroadshow.substack.com. Yeah. Um, rule one, you mentioned that their taste, like it's by far the best supplement company out there. So check it out. Um, you know, regardless if you work out or you just want, you know, a, a meal replacement or, um, protein bars uh just check out their website they got a ton of stuff um and you know multivitamins uh fruit fruits and veggies antioxidants literally anything um up your health game with rule one and you also mentioned the sub stack i do want to say something about that we've been a little off our our a game um 
we're having a conversation this evening to figure out exactly what we want to do um, with all of our social handles and Substack obviously being one of those. Um, so stay tuned. We will have an update on that probably by what our next episodes tomorrow or. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night Thursday? we will Tom- be, or no, yeah, I guess today's Tuesday. Um, it'll be Thursday night for Thursday night football. Is that when we're doing red light, green light? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm all Yeah, twisted. so tomorrow, tomorrow, red light, green light. Uh, we should have an update for you on, you know, we need to, basically what I'm trying to say is we need to commit to, like, having an Instagram that is active and, adds value um, or figuring out where to put our time in the content and give it to you guys as best and as effective as we can. So anyways, stay tuned for our update there. Um, we have a couple of questions now. Johnny D says it's a shit family league that nobody hardly <laughs> makes deals. I could have guessed that by the best team having Alave Nakua, Godwin, Pittman, Addison, I don't know. Uh, you should be able to, to stream together a couple wins here. Um, yeah, calls. Actually, can I say something? I I had an idea and I didn't mention it to you. Um, you know, the trade deadline is right around the corner, and I feel like um, oh, yeah. a lot of people are looking to, um, to make trades to set themselves up in a good spot for the playoffs. And I kind of wanted to do a little segment with you on in a future episode, maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday, of um, negotiation tactics. How would you feel about doing a segment on negotiation tactics to help people like Johnny D and leagues that um, they you know they don't make deals on? I was recently helping a buddy of mine that I consulted his fantasy team with, and I was trying to teach him uh, how to go about getting a deal done, you know, and uh, he was able to get a trade done. He got a running back for Puka traded for DeAndre Swift. So love it. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I just thought that was uh, maybe useful information for the roadies. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how my brain comprehends that. Cause like, I would say that I, I think that I'm good at getting deals done I just don't know it's very orthodox, so to try to put it on paper <laughs> is going to be difficult. But, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, maybe something we can workshop. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Johnny D, I am 2-6 and six by, get this, having every loss happen by one player on my opponent's team having a crazy boom game. It is absolutely annoying when it happens. Johnny D, like, <laughs> I feel you for sure. Um I always get too emotionally invested in my fantasy teams and I never have, I always get fucked. Let's put it that way. Not always, but I feel like I get fucked more than I don't. So um, I feel your pain. What I like to say is that the fantasy gods are always watching. So whenever I have a big matchup, try to be an extra, I try to be a really good person that week. I try to, uh, you know, maybe compliment people more, give back, and I try to do anything I can to just get good karma on my side. So I would suggest doing that. Um, you know, if, if there's someone that you see that might be down on their luck or having a bad day, you know, give them a hug, something like that. Just that's yeah. what, that is what I feel 
Also, um, is the best way to get rid of that luck. um, Bad luck. I don't know what platform your fantasy league is on. If I had to guess, it's either ESPN or Yahoo. Um, I would recommend trying to convert um, either spearheading it yourself or uh, talking the commissioner into converting it to Sleeper. And in Sleeper, they have this one format where um, you have uh, an extra game against league median. So I've had seasons in previous years. This is a shitty family league. You're going to try to implement league medians in there? (laughs) I'm just saying, here's what I was going to say. I've had leagues where I'm the, the highest scorer. I have the most points scored, yet I'm in, like, the bottom half of the league. And it was so aggravating until I switched to sleeper and I started having a league median. If you score in the top half of your league, you get an extra win that week. If you score in the bottom half of your league, you get an extra loss. So that combats those games where your team goes off, but one player on their team happens to have a massive game, and then – now it just it just makes for a better league. So if you don't know about league median, look into it. It makes leagues ten times more fun. That's all I'll say. Dude. <laughs> Victor Wembignana just won Halloween. What did he do? I just gotta send it to you. Can you look at it if I send it? Um, no, not currently. I, I can look at it once we're off stream. Fuck. What if I put it on the screen? You can try that. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. We officially have a winner of Halloween. Is Kittle a sell now that Debo is coming back? Um. I would say yes. You do? No. I mean, I I think so. If you can get McBride or Kincaid, sell him. But Kittle's not like just a for sure sell in my mind. He's obviously not as effective with one of those pieces being gone, but the offense is better, just period. So, you know, it's one of those things, all ships rise. But um, I would, if you can get someone solid like Kincaid or McBride, then consider it. Sell high. you know, make sure you get well, market you can value even pick there. Up, you can even pick up McBride if he's on the waiver wire this week and then sell That's high I mean. on Kittle. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that, but I wouldn't just sell because he's coming back. Um, let's see if I can get this before our next question. Rashad White <laughs> or Gus Edwards? Uh, is this rest of season, Nicholas, or is this um, this week? I think that's very important. What would you say for rest of season? Um, rest of season, I would say Rashad White. This week, who do we have? What are the matchups? Let's see. Bucks have NFL week nine. Rangers are up five nothing on the D backs. Week nine. Um Ravens are at home against the Seahawks. That's a good matchup. And then the Bucks are at Texans. It's not necessarily the worst matchup. Um, I think I would have in a PPR league, that changes things entirely. Uh, as Rashad White's had six receptions maybe the last two weeks. So if it's PPR, yeah. PPR, I'm probably Rashad White. 
standard. Man, I don't know. Gus Edwards was really good last week. Yes, and that offense is so good. He's on a much better team. Is Gus Edwards, are we really saying that he's, you know, top standard scoring? He's a top 15 back maybe if if he's if that offense is going to let him punch in. I, I I would say I'm I'm still Rashad White PPR standard Gus. Honestly, this this week, but I'm interested in both. I would say this week I go Gus. It, tell me if it's PPR and standard. I don't think it matters this week with uh, Seahawks. Uh, they did just get Leonard Williams, so that's interesting. But Ravens at home, yeah. Gus Edwards eats, I think, as opposed to at Texans Bucks. So, um, yeah. I had yeah, Higgins. I, I think – yeah, either way, I think I go Gus Edwards. Okay. Why don't you take a look over here? Are you trying to pull it up? Yeah. This is... The winner of Halloween, everyone. Do you see it? Uh, it's so small. Can you full screen it? You can't see it at all? What? I Slightly, he's walking. What is he wearing? Slenderman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. Absolutely that incredible. That is awesome. Wemby. Bravo, Wemby. Wemby as Slenderman, in my mind, wins Halloween. Yeah, I, I love that. That is too funny. Um. Anyways, all right, so... So fucking funny. Um, Travis Dobson, our boy, is back. He says it is PPR. Um, to be honest, Truck was pretty convincing, or he's he is pretty confident in his rest of season and week as Gus Edwards. I hope that's the case. I mean, I have them both, so it doesn't matter, but uh, I do like yeah. seeing Gus Edwards succeed. But I'd probably go, yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm just going receiving upside with Rashad. I mean, dude, he's been catching six balls a game, seven balls a game. Let's see. And I just don't think that slows down because Baker's so reliant. Six six targets, six receptions for 65 yards week seven, seven for 70 in week eight. Um, the rushing really hasn't been there. He hasn't really been scoring touchdowns. So uh, that – I just don't know that Gus is going to give you a touchdown a game the rest of the year. Uh, if he does, great. But, yeah. Higgins. I had Higgins plus, plus DK on my bench this week. Can't fit them on my team. Should I trade them both for the wide receiver one? Yes, yes, yes. 100% Travis. I love doing two-for-ones in general. That being said, like DK and Higgins is really uh, – that's – a lot so i would go for cd aj brown 
um, you know, your true tier one wide receiver ones. I'm sure Ryan agrees because we love packaging to up two for ones. And honestly, I think Truck is going through a bad area. But that about does it. Um, that is our waiver wire episode. Thoughts on Cup for them both. Ah, I don't really love that, um, to be honest. That's too rich. If you can get like CD, AJ Brown, Diggs. I mean, even Diggs. I, I we just said that. <sighs> Let's see. I'll tell you right now, Travis, exactly who I would do for it. Season. Already got CD. Good for you. Um, Tyreek Hill, Diggs. I don't want to see a projection. I want to see true stats. There we go. Tyreek, A.J. Brown, Diggs. CD. Other wide receivers, Flowers. Am I better off sending them with one of the others? So you're saying it would be like DK and Flowers for Cup? I would try Higgins would do that. and Flowers. For, you would do DK and Flowers for Cup? I would rather do Higgins and Flowers for Cup, but I would consider Yeah, try, Start with Higgins and Flowers. Try that. If he doesn't bite, then go DK and, and Flowers for Cup, and then end there. I like it. Buy low on Cup. Um the Australian Shane O'Mac. I love it. Drop <laughs> Kyle Pitts or Warren for McBride. Uh, Warren, I assume you mean Jalen Warren. I have Kincaid to 10-team league. I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't ask. It's... There you go. Truck is dropping Pitts for McBride. Uh, so I will let... Yeah. Um, I will... Yeah. <laughs> Travis, what part of Australia are you from? Uh, follow Truck's lead and drop Kyle Pitts for McBride. And I am curious, Travis, as to what part of Australia you are from. If we don't hear from you soon, I am going to sign us out. Melbourne, Melbourne dude, I wanted to hey. study in Melbourne. I was I, I wanted to study in Melbourne so bad in college. Um and I fucking wish I did. I would love I, I've I've been told that I would absolutely Melbourne. Not Melbourne. 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 Sorry, that's my ignorant my American <laughs> ignorance. Melbourne. Uh yes, Melbourne. Um Jason Bourne, Melbourne. No, yeah, I wanted to study in Melbourne so bad. Um, I need to go to Australia. I've been told that it was uh, like my dream spot. Did you just get pulled over? No, I'm saying I would love <laughs> to go to Australia too. Very well done. I was like, oh my God, did you just say ah? Uh, and I saw the lights. <laughs> How crazy would that be? I get pulled over on stream. <laughs> <laughs> 
literally the most most viewers we've had all night is five uh because i i got spooked that you got pulled over could you imagine followers go up to like 500 well um we will be back australian shana mac travis dobson uh everyone buckle up ryan is currently buckled up he is driving to dayton ohio uh we will see you tomorrow night for red light green light red light green light and as i said before buckle up Thank <laughs> you.